From Schwartz Media, I'm Ruby Jones. This is 7am. YouTuber-friendly Geordies has built up a significant audience in recent years through his pointed and acerbic political videos. But he's also attracted controversy, with the Deputy Premier of New South Wales suing him for defamation. Now, one of the comedian's producers has been arrested by a controversial police unit established to explicitly focus on ideological extremists. Today, senior reporter for the Saturday paper, Rick Morton, on the friendly Geordie saga and why a state government seems intent on turning him into a martyr. would you describe Friendly Geordies? Well, uh, this guy is a YouTube sensation. The response to this was overwhelming. When I asked people to enrol to vote in 2016, not to brag, but I was integral in increasing youth voter registration by 20%. This blitzed that. He's an internet comedian. Um, got a huge following, you know, half a million subscribers on YouTube. This is part one. We've received so many memes that we could make this a trilogy. Versus that classic meme of the superhero. And he does a lot of kind of caustic comedy videos about political issues, social issues, but he hasn't always been like that. He's a former male model. And he started out just doing kind of really funny, weird character impersonations and videos about Australian life. Extremists. When you're old enough not to drink from your mum's cheeks, we start drinking our version of water. Two inch! Or two. One of his most popular videos is a piss take of... RBT, the show about random breath testing people on the streets. Totally wobbling slightly. Can I have a smoke? No. Oh! Yeah, no, nah, I've done the wrong thing, eh? And look, we're going to put him behind bars. He is a criminal, but uh, so is Ned Kelly, and he's still a fucking champ. Yeah, you're going to have to walk. And then a couple of years ago, they became intensely political, and that's just kind of Dear amped your up. Your Majesty, because if Gough Whitlam was sacked for not getting the supply bill through Senate... Surely Scott Morrison should be sacked for not supplying the firefighters. Get this hashtag trending so that any quiet... And as he's become more political, his fans have become more loyal, they've become more rabid, and so Jordan's kind of amped up this attack personality that he's got. And now we've got this kind of YouTube star with half a million followers who's kind of got a bit of a messiah complex. As you say, Rick, his videos have progressively become more political and they seem particularly supportive of the Labor Party in general. So what do we know about the relationship between him and Labor? It's, it's, it's interesting because he, he has done a lot of work. He's done sit-down interviews with Kevin Rudd. Mr Rudd, the first question that I have for you is, do you know what Warhammer 40k is? Mr. Jordan, I have no idea. Bill Shorten. <laughs> Bill Shorten, I really appreciate it. You are... Tenured Plibersack. You grew up in this house, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Well, we lived the first few years um, at a... But in those cases, he's approached, or at least in most of those cases that I know of, he's approached the politician rather than the politician going to him saying, hey, can we do something? And, you know, I've got it from both sides now that he hasn't been paid at that level. Now, in the past, he did do some paid work for the unions, so that he, there is a kind of a, a link there with the union movement, but there's no evidence that there's money changing hands now. So by some tellings, these, these kind of loose joint ventures were incredibly useful for the Labor Party. 
you know, Shanks Markovina, which is his full name, Jordan Shanks Markovina, is credited with forcing Federal Environment Minister Susan Lee to announce uh, an $18 million koala protection policy, basically, after a campaign he made with Labor MP Kate Washington. Hello. I'm with the Shadow Environment Minister of New South Wales, Kate Washington. We're in the environment. How out? Indeed. Yeah. In a beautiful environment. Yeah. You, have a really you know, he started this kind of koala killer hashtag to target Gladys Berejiklian and um, the Deputy Premier, John Barillaro. Get the hashtag going on Twitter, hashtag Gladys killed Lewis. It's true, everything from gross water mismanagement to no climate action. And it was an incredibly forceful campaign. It was also filled with lots of vitriol and, and hatred on social media from his fan base. But, you know, Labor reckons he changed policy for, you know, slight progress. Okay, so no formal relationship then between Shanks and Labor, but instead this kind of, I suppose, unofficial alignment, which seems to be mutually beneficial. Yeah, yeah, that's what it appears to be. And it's not unusual, as you and I both know, for media personalities to have special access to politicians. I mean, this is not um, reinventing the wheel. Journalists do this all the time. And Tenya Plibersek, for example, is on the record as being a friend of Alan Jones. Labor Senator Kimberly Kitchen is friendly with Andrew Bolt and often appears on his Sky News show. So by some Labor accounts, Friendly Geordies is no different. Um, but still, like Jones and Bolt, his catalogue of odious comments and tactics is quite significant and quite long. You know, the comedian defended former New South Wales opposition leader Luke Foley, who resigned in disgrace after allegations he sexually assaulted a journalist at a function. Fired as opposition leader for grabbing someone's ass while you're drunk. I don't know about that. He's also downplayed the systematic torture of China's uh, Uyghur population at the hands of the Communist Party because they, you know, apparently brought it on themselves. Dude, I don't the agree with any of it. I'm just saying the population is that. detained mm. is because they're causing trouble. <laughs> and that actually is the reason. Well, like, the thing is, huh? Like, uh, like, and last year, Shanks Markovina mocked First People's attachment to the sacred uh, jabwaring trees in Victoria. Like, Dude, come on. <laughs> like, if, if that tree is be- below the threshold of, like, when Indigenous people were saying that that is sacred tree, no. Like, science is science. <laughs> Mm. And has there been much backlash, Rick, to any of these comments or is it more of a case of the more kind of quote-unquote controversy, the more popularity? It certainly builds his popularity with his fan base, but there has been backlash and there has been some consequences along the way. By November last year, a friendly Geordie's community producer publicly announced his resignation from the outfit. So in November, he, the producer Matt said in a statement, The continual and ongoing handling of controversies, both past and present, internally and externally, have driven me to part ways with the team and the show. I feel I cannot continue to work on and support Friendly Geordies in good conscience. Somewhere along the way, the channel and the show that I once loved lost its way and I cannot continue to help spread a message that I no longer wholeheartedly believe in. Despite that setback, the Friendly Geordies channel on YouTube has continued to rack up plenty of views. In fact, it probably reached a crescendo recently when Shanks Markovina turned his attention to the New South Wales Deputy Premier, John Barillaro. John Barillaro is a man whose expediency seeps right down to his very genetics, as not only do his political convictions turn on a dime... They focused on allegations of corruption along with a, you know, a healthy dollop, I would say, of ethnic caricatures. Barillaro says they were racist and offensive. I really... Like the thought of that man being upset. Oh, what the f***? Another video? Bruh, as if the joke isn't old already. No, no, wait, I've got new material for you. You ready? 
the series of videos he made about Barilaro have now seen him be served with a defamation suit. The Deputy Premier of New South Wales, John Barilaro, Bruz himself, has threatened to sue. But things really escalated when the New South Wales police got involved. We saw one of his producers arrested and charged with stalking John Barilaro. You assaulted me. You assaulted me. You just assaulted me. We'll be back in a moment. The Every Moment Matters campaign provides accurate, evidence-based information and advice about alcohol, pregnancy and breastfeeding. It has been created by the Foundation for Alcohol Research and Education and endorsed and funded by the Australian Government. Alcohol use during pregnancy can lead to Fetal Alcohol Spectrum Disorder, or FASD, a lifelong disability. So make the moment you start trying the moment to stop drinking. Visit everymomentmatters.org.au to find out more. As a 7am listener, you're already familiar with many of the journalists who work for the Saturday Paper. For a limited time, subscribe to Australia's leading independent news source, the Saturday Paper, and you'll receive the Saturday Paper's stainless steel coffee cup, made in collaboration with Fresco, for free. Subscribe from just $2.10 a week. Simply visit thesaturdaypaper.com.au forward slash offer. Rick, can you tell me a bit more about the arrest of one of Friendly Geordie's producers? What happened? So a couple of weeks ago, on a Friday, a team of police arrested one of Shanks Markovina's producers, a 21-year-old student called Christo Lanka, at his parents' home in Dulwich Hill in Sydney's inner west. Make sure you don't lose it. That's all. I just want to make sure it's still. I am. I'm on record. The operation was filmed and a scuffle broke out between Lanka's mother and an officer. The video is actually quite alarming when you watch it. No, you can take my phone. No, take my phone. Take my phone. Don't be... She claims she was assaulted after being handed her son's phone. The officer said he tripped and fell and that they were trying to get rid of evidence. Go off with evidence, OK? Who are you doing this? You're going to win... Christo's filming, uh, his parents are filming. This is bizarre. This is, this is not Australia. Yeah, it's Mark And there's a police officer who's been very aggressive, I must say, uh, in this whole operation. He's essentially saying, do you know what your son did? Oh, you know what your son did to us? Do you want to know? No, I, I want to... You don't want to know? Make a representation. Yeah. Watch he his mother was like, he was at class. You know, he was, he was at university. And then the police officer responds. Yeah. He was harassing the deputy premier at a state funeral. You know, if you listen to that version of events, it's, it sounds very awful and alarming and no, nobody wants that. But that's not really what quite happened. And we can actually tell that from two different videos that were later released by Friendly Geordies. OK, so what exactly did happen then? So there's a couple of incidents. Um, the first was the gate crashing of a National Party event in April, where both Shanks Markovita and his producer Lanka ridiculed Barilaro on camera. And then on June 11, so this is the Friday, Lanka stumbled across the Deputy Premier after returning from class at the Sydney Conservatorium of Music. So Lanka's a student there, and uh, Barilaro had been attending a funeral at St Mary's Cathedral. So this is all in the same area. 
And it just so happened that the timing was that Lanka was walking past and he recognised John Barillaro talking on the phone outside of his car. And this is entirely possible if anyone's who ever walked that route. Like, you're always running into politicians or um, you see the chauffeur-driven ministerial cars there all the time. So Lanka was also carrying, as it turns out, the defamation lawsuit that was filed by John Barillaro's team, which incorrectly listed his address as Federal Parliament House Canberra. Now, John Barillaro is a state MP, so that's an incorrect piece of information. He attempted to hand the document back. Nothing more, nothing less. John ignored him, got in his car and was driven off. An extremely innocuous interaction. Here's the full... So according to the Friendly Geordies team, Langer was attempting to give that document to John Barillaro while also filming it because they are content creators and everything is content. Hey, John. 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 Hey, John. Um, I've got something for you. John, I've got a lawsuit. You're suing my boss. John. And, of course, Barillaro gets back in the car and drives off. John. John. Now, he maintains that he was stalked by Langer by, you know, for 200 metres, um, that Langer circled the car. There's no evidence of that in the video, um, and certainly uh, Langer and um, the friendly Geordie's team deny that entirely. So that was around, I think it was around 12.30pm, and a few hours later, the police are essentially raiding Langer's home. But here's the interesting thing. The police unit that executed the arrest is a peculiar one. It's the fixated persons unit. What is the fixated persons unit? What does it do? So after the Sydney Lint Cafe siege, the New South Wales Police Force set up a brand new unit to target fixated persons like like the gunman Mun Heron Monas, um, who was a very weird and violent figure. Now, their definition is an individual who has an obsessive preoccupation pursued to an excessive or irrational degree with public officer holders or others nominated by the Commissioner of Police. Now, alternatively, they can be any person obsessed with a cause influenced by an extreme ideology, and here the police consider the definition of a cause to be an intensely personal and idiosyncratic grievance or quest for justice. So it was that fixated persons unit that arrested Lanka. Now, legal sources are pretty sceptical about all of this because one lawyer was telling me that Barilaro has obviously called someone. Now, he's perfectly within his rights as a citizen and a resident in New South Wales to report what he thinks is a crime to New South Wales police. But the speed of the response and how quickly um, the fixated persons unit got involved is deeply weird, to be quite honest. So Jordan Shanks has gone from this fairly polarising figure with um, some pretty hard to defend views on things like sexual assault and on, on race to someone who is now feeling the full brunt of the New South Wales government in terms of this defamation suit from the Deputy Premier and this police investigation involving his producer. So has that changed people's perceptions of him, Rick? Does it seem like people think that, uh, that, that this is too hard on him? I don't think people's perceptions of Jordan or friendly Geordies have changed necessarily. But certainly what has happened, um, I think, objectively is wrong. What the police did is so far out of bounds, as far as I can tell, that it now becomes a matter of principle. And if there was a kind of waiting, it turns out that police overreach outranks um, whatever feelings he might have about 
friendly Geordies. And that seems to be the refrain now. Like, you know, whatever you may think is wielded by those who are alarmed at this apparent overreach of power in dealing with a character they find otherwise indefensible. And it's, it's interesting to watch because now the man with the messiah complex has become a martyr. Rick, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Mahler's music embodies the very essence of humanity. Experience his epic Song of the Earth with the Australian Chamber Orchestra, Richard Tognetti and internationally acclaimed opera stars Stuart Skelton and Catherine Carby. Opens May 12. Book now at aco.com.au. Also in the news today, Barnaby Joyce has successfully challenged Nationals leader and acting Prime Minister Michael McCormack to reclaim the minor party's leadership. Joyce resigned as Nationals leader three years ago following allegations of sexual harassment, which he's denied. Nationals MPs who backed Joyce in the leadership spill yesterday are said to have wanted a more aggressive leader to advocate for the party's interests. One of Joyce's closest allies, Bridget McKenzie, is likely to return to Cabinet following the leadership change. McKenzie was forced out of Cabinet as a result of the sports rorts affair. I'm Ruby Jones. This is 7am. See you tomorrow.